On this episode of Web3 Made Easy, we dove into a bunch of the gaming things that were going on across the ecosystem, a ton of different dialogue across projects, microtransactions, and where the space could move as far as what's been going on with gaming on Polygon, Solana, Ethereum, and more. Some alpha spilled as well on these chains and upcoming mints, and a lot of other key things going on in the ecosystem. Shout out to the title sponsor of all the content, HelloMoon.io, giving us analytics and developer tools across Solana entirely for free. If you want to tune into the episode's Live Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, and Monday to Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern Time at Easy Eats Bodega. But let's get into the episode. What is going on, Web3 ecosystem? We are back again for another episode of Web3 Made Easy, Monday to Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, breaking down what we're buying, what we're selling, where we're making money, where we're losing money, and everything in between. It's been a, a little bit quieter today, but there's certainly some things to dive into. I'm excited to get into it with all of you today. We have Momo Guru coming up tomorrow. March setting up beautifully with some upcoming mints and some things that are kicking off that I'm eagerly awaiting for. We had the Utopia reveal today, and I know Bunny said he's probably going to change his profile picture. So I'm excited to see which one he picked. You know, very eager for that. Hopefully it's got rabbit ears, but uh, I don't even know if that's a trait in the collection. Other than that, it's been a, a little a little questionable across the board. We had Zagabon tweeting about their lack of VC funding, yet still maintaining a high floor price last night. We also had Sandbox Lands making an acquisition of another gaming studio and a gaming development force in Germany that looks to be leading the way for the gaming ecosystem rush that I think we're going to continue to see pan out over this year and into next, especially on the back of Unity supporting up to 13 other blockchains. Absolutely wild stuff. Some key things to dive into as well. I'm eager to see what people have been buying, what they've been selling, if people are making moves, and how they feel about the market as a whole. Shout out to the title sponsor of all the content, HelloMoon.io, giving us the analytics on everything Solana-based, giving us developer tools, helping us navigate the market entirely for free. So let's get right into it. We're sitting at 62,000 Solana volume, up about 1K from 5 p.m. yesterday. So still a little bit of volume cruising in here, seeing some legs back on some other projects. I just realized we have four people with orange backgrounds on the stage. I feel overwhelmed. It's uh, All right. On that note, if you're new here, please request to speak because this ratio is scaring me. And we love new takes, love new opinions, and love additional thoughts on everything we're talking about. But right now we got Utes at 125.8. We got D Gods at 510, ABC at 72, OK Bears down to 39 with a whopping 290 listed today. There is also the sentiment that Tensor trading is absolutely ramping right now because of the points and anticipated Tensor token. I hope it's not a nothing burger. I've been using it. I'd rather get $1 than no dollars for spending. I, I will say, though, I'm definitely a little bit more biased. I won a thug bird out of the Magic Eden crates because of my points and promptly floored that. So until Tensor gives me more than like $287, uh, it'll, it'll be tough to beat. But we're not setting the bar very high right now. SMB still sub 200. We saw rares getting floored yesterday for just barely over 200. Clannus was at 33. Smiths from Blacksmith Labs at 56. Jelly Rascals up to 75 with Carlos OMFG continuing to raffle D Gods now on Monet, the popular raffle system by Stoned Ape Crew. 
Best Morphia back in the trending collections. Just barely under one. Dualbots at 63. Famous Fox at 49.19. Transdimensional Foxes at 15. Elixir Ovals concluded their quest system today. The battle for the city. Those are sitting at 17.5. And Sharkify continuing to push higher. Now at 12.8 from its 11th floor. And even two days ago, 9.8. So a little three swing. Three soul swing right there. We got Tyo Pilots as well sitting at 15. We're all anxiously waiting on that reveal. Who knows when the hell it's going to happen, but I know we're all excited for it. That's for damn sure. So let's get right into it and take a quick peek at the open seas. Board Ape Kennel Club leading the trending collections with 6,847 volume. That's completely organic. Why the hell would it not be? Mutant Ape Yacht Club at 15.23 doing 4,000 ETH volume in the last 24 hours. Also completely organic. Why the hell would it not be? Criteria Genesis still in the trending charts up to 0.59. Megapunks, the Bitcoin ordinal meta continues to roll out with them and not even inscribing the, the ordinals yet, but they managed to sell out currently sitting at 0.19 ETH floor. Pudgy Penguins have officially broken six, sitting just a hair over six ETH. Sappy Seals at 1.04. MG Land. I called this out the other morning and people told me it was all wash trading. They pumped up to 0.19, now sitting at a 0.13 floor, up 2x from when we mentioned them. Utopia Avatar saw massive sweeps today on the back of freshly funded Binance wallets. God damn, I hate this space sometimes. Those pumped all the way up to 40, 0.45, now back to 0.21. I've never seen a chart literally skyrocket and plummet as quickly as we saw that. Weirdo Ghost Gang down to 0.4, and Opepin Edition updated the metadata. Now it's a fine art Pepe, sitting at 0.74. As we take a quick peek, see at the top collections. Board Apes down to 70.70. Azuki just a smidgen under 15 at 14.93. Moonbirds up to 6.84. Doodles at 5.49. And Other Deed at 1.82. Bunny, Frisk, how the hell are we living? Dude, somebody bought a really rare, I guess, weird-looking Utopia for like 5 ETH, man. It's like a red monkey. I don't know. I didn't like that art, dude. I think the Deep had the best tweet about it. He said, uh, can we get a Clone yeah. X? No, we have Clone X at home. Yeah, the Clone X at home. Yeah, that was a good one. Pretty good. Made me, made me chuckle. Made me chuckle. I enjoyed it. No? Frisk, what's going on? <laughs> I think the Utopia reveal is a reminder that like... It, doing 3D art is so hard in this space that very few products actually get it right. Like, shout out Clonex, shout out Clanosaur. That's that's really the only two that come off, off the top of my head. It, I, a kid called Beast works for some people too. It's not my thing personally, but I don't think it's terrible. I'll give them that much. Um, I, I've been just like neck deep in Sunflower Land. I'm still playing the hell out of this game. I'm not going to lie. I can't believe I actually did it, but I bought in-game NFTs. That's how much fun I have with the game. I, sp I gave myself a budget of one whole Matic. So I dropped a wow. dollar. I you dropped, can buy a lot of stuff with one Matic in that game. And ironically, I actually bought a ton of shit. I was like, fuck, I spent a dollar twenty-seven. I get this much crap. Holy fuck. It, that's how cheap that it's game cheap, is. Dude, it's, it's cheap, dude. It's it's cheap. cheap, dude. Should I start playing? Yes. This? It's a lot of fun. I'm not dude, dude I'll make the best flowers. My flowers <laughs> <laughs> it's like bad how much I enjoy this game, dude. It's like it's fun to just like stop doing something for five. I'm about minutes. to drop ten manic into this. Dude, game. do it. Like yeah. I, I, I might just put more money into it too. I'm not gonna lie. Like it's I, especially now that I'm at the point in the game where I can like plant shit and come back like eight hours later. I'm like fuck it. Like why? I don't. I, don't, I'm, I, I love that shit so much. I don't want to have to be stuck in the game. I'm looking for more games like this on Matic. I, I might try the Smurfs game. I heard Pirate Nation is pretty good. I don't know if dude Pirate Nation's so is good. it good? I'm not gonna sit here and pretend it's fun. 
it's similar. Like that's the thing. Like it is fairly similar when it comes to like the micro interactions and like there's time-based stuff. All of this reminds me of like mobile games, yep. which is like all of it where like you can play it, put it down, come back a few hours later, play it again. And that's like, dude, plain and simple. That's like where adoption, I guess happens. Cause a lot of people don't have hours to play the game every single day. And like when I actually broke down the stats, you look at it, the average candy crush session is 33 minutes. The average call of duty session is 109 minutes. Oh my God. So that alone was like, think about how many people play candy crush for like three to five minutes and then put it down for a while and then do it again. Like that means that there's still some hardcore players, but you have a lot of people that just play that game until they run out of like what they refer to as the energy aspect of it, which is where the micro interaction comes into play. And what we're even doing in Sunflower Land is buying these damn things so that we can level up quicker. I was talking to Wolfie, the mod for uh, the Bodega Trades and Nifty Discord. Guys got up to eight land plots already. He was like, dude, I spent like 12 bucks. Oh my God. Like, I spent more than that. He's like, dude, I spend more than that on like any game, any day. Like he's like, and the game's fun. Like I can just throw it on a monitor and forget about it. Dude, he- and he's like, yeah, I'm even gas fees like i spent more on gas than i have in this like on eth dude that's what i'm saying for a single buy like that's and this game actually brings me joy whereas trading nfts incites and like creates anger many times you know what's crazy is like I, the thing i keep coming back to and i don't know if, if you said this not on, on the show or not but you literally got like there's a daily gift boxes that you that we get every day oh i forgot to claim yeah that. go claim that go claim that i got a good one today and you you got what is it? Some decorative teddy bear that literally had a twenty five dollar weath offer on OpenSea, like just just yeah. like that. You had tw- you had someone ready to pay twenty five bucks right away, like that's. It. And I know that like obviously it's not like about being play to earn or whatever, but like people are finding value in this. It's it's there's users, dude. The Discord I joined today. The Discord hundred and seventy. It's so active. It's active. It's, I haven't. It's so. Active. I haven't seen a Discord this active in a while. I'm like, okay, clearly I'm missing out on something. And I'm like, I'm glad that I'm here learning about it. Who's active right we're, now? <laughs> we're so active right now. Where's Broccoli? We're so early. So active. But bro, I think this is like just the start. Like to be honest, in 16 days, Dr. Disrespect's game uh, from Midnight Society launches. So I do have one of those. I'm excited to play it when that kicks off. It's called Dead, Dead Drop. And it's a first person shooter made by like arguably one of the biggest Twitch streamers of all time. You know, And that has me excited because their entire Discord is not a single person you see on the timeline. It's like nobody involved in crypto and Web3. They're just like gamers who paid 50 bucks, which is the cost of a video game. And many of them are just sitting in an escrowed wallet, just like waiting to play. That's, and they tune in for the beta drops. It's like, that's the type of audience you want exposure to. So fucking bullish. Like that's honestly one of the most bullish things I've heard on NFTs in a minute where you have people that are literally, like they barely know what the hell they're buying, but they're using this shit. Like that's a good start. Do I have to buy a pirate? These things are expensive. no, 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 no. But no, 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 dude. Sunflower Land costs five dollars, and they donate the five bucks. And you, they have two charities you donate to to start, and then there's no additional cost to play the game. It could be completely I'm more free. of a pirate guy, though. Yeah, you have to buy those. Those aren't cheap. Jeez. Do the do the free one. Do the free one. I'm. I went, I, we have some hands, so let's. I want to get to those, but I'll say this once again. I've said it before. Whoever is making the first PVP fight, fighting game, I don't care on Solana or Matic, maybe not ETH, please let me know. I'm down to fucking beta test it. I am so adamant on that. Bro, you know that Mortal Kombat's an open source HTML game, right? I think I did know that, actually. I'm a huge Mortal Kombat fan. Like, a, I played it for, I almost went pro, actually. I don't know if you know that. Like, I, I was huge. Bro, into it. it has PVP what? built into the open, like, capabilities, too. Like, they have an online workflow already. For oh, my source. days. I'm so. I spent a weird amount of time looking at open source games the other day for no particular reason. But um, 
uh, we were we were doing a little bit of research and those were some of the ones i found and i was like holy shit like there's a lot of things you can easily spin up and i know yuga got fud for basically rewrapping an open source game but like dude who gives a shit i'm sorry but like if people are enjoying playing something that helps them relate to a project like that's a win in the space percent. i couldn't agree more let's hit some of these hands real quick sapo what's going on Yo, what up, Easy Bunny and Frisk? Did you guys see this little pudgy that sold for sixty? That shit is insane, man. Yeah, that is fucking holy hell. That plushie looks, oh. dude. That's definitely gonna bring more eyes into the fucking ecosystem. That, dude, I seen that shit and I was just absolutely blown away, man. Uh, I also sold uh, my pirates. Um, yeah, bro, that that was a terrible buy. I bought that thing at nine sold. It was the one with some boobies, bro, and it was just. I thought they were going to pop, mm. man. It happens. You know, we all make mistakes. We live and we learn. I respect the trade. Ray, what's going on? Yo, what the hell did OK Bears do, Solana Sweeper? Oh, and run. Why are we not buying them? Bro, they did a lot. They did a lot. They minted out and people could sell them for $18,000. <laughs> no, what are they doing? Why did they drop? Why are they under forty? I think they're going lower, but let's see where they are in two years. Two years, bro. What the fuck? What? You, think we, you think we got nothing but time over here? Did they do something bad? No, it's just people. Uh, more whales started lifting. So. <laughs> but he sounds Ron, genuinely concerned. He's like, did they, did they do Ron, something bad? You buy them right now. I'm thinking they go from 39 to 43-ish, 44-ish. The run's telling me is that's not the play. Well, we got to pass over Running Man. Running Man wants to play. Yeah, I'm waiting for Kois to tweet out. Um, you're not even ready for what's about to come. Um, like he's been tweeting out for about 12 months, um, to be fair. Um, yeah, it's not. I mean, aren't there like 300 on the floor at the moment, 38 or something? I don't know. Um, looks like somebody could be starting a bank run, bank run on that collection, to be fair. Um, I think I think their times run out on patience. I don't know. I mean, I was just I was just put my hand up. These just to, you mentioned it earlier. The Tenza um, Tenza token. Mm -hmm. um, I think it could be a play, if not only to drive innovation in the rewards department. You know, if if Tenza do come up with some sort of um, you know blur type token there, um, it's only going to push Magic Eden to start ramping up their rewards and across the board. I think it could start start to run, develop a run on Solana in that sort of thing. Could be a good time to be a trader. Um, in terms of projects I'm looking, I mean, we've got some, you know, mad lads, mad lads looking, you know, that, that collection is looking fire, Wolf Cap, um, looking at some gaming projects as well, the Oist, and what was the other one I was looking at? Um, it's just gone down on me. But um, yeah, there's, there's a lot to look forward to for in March, in my opinion. I, th I think, you know, we've just, floors have calibrated down off that pump on Sol. I think we've just bounced off the bottom now. I think we can, you know, we'll see some life through March now. Uh, through March now. Low life forms was the other projects I was looking at, the other game I was looking at. Bro, there's a bunch of Polygon games that are actually kicking off that have me like, readily excited like excited about it after finally taking the damn time to like bridge over but like every time i play these polygon games i sit there and think about how they would quite literally be able to operate just as seamlessly on solana and i'm just shocked that like we haven't seen any overlap there because like there's the deck is very similar you know speed of transactions and if anything that's still the one caveat is like if you buy something on Matic, it does still take a little bit of time you're still dealing with like evm networks where the block process is much slower than solana so for me, that's like where the gaming side of stuff actually moves quicker. 
And that's something that I think like with the heist is going to open up a lot more eyes for something that I hope is going to be a little bit more interactive than like even remnants. But if you remember remnants, they pumped to 25 in the bull. Yeah, man. And that's like, a yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I mean, have you looked at low life forms? That, that first person shooter? I, I've seen it. I didn't do a ton of like deep dive into it. I've followed a little bit of it, but it's for me, I just haven't done as much probably due diligence as I should have. I'm looking at planet Mojo, which is dropping in like a day and a half here. And then Metastar Strikers, which is a uh, automated soccer game. So it's like an AI soccer style game where like you're a franchise manager. And that's like, oh, that sounds cool. That's what I'm saying. Like, dude, there's games coming out that are going to be fun. And they're finally getting over this like hurdle of where you don't need to have every interaction beyond chain only when the assets need to either be imported or exported. And that's like exactly where Sunflower has done a damn good job is the only time you actually need to use the chain is for when you're trying to sell something to another person or buy something from another person. Everything else is way easier to keep, not like, quote, a Web3 game. Also, as well, easy, just to before you move on to an NBR, I see Liberty Square up here. I mean, I think that game is going to be pretty big as well. Looks like it's going to um, it's gonna get some traction, that Liberty Square game, in my opinion. Here's hoping. Speaking of Liberty, what's going on? Here is hoping, motherfuckers. Let's hope. Just kidding. Uh, no, look, I, I think... There's a lot to that. I think I'm just still bearish on Bunny, but we'll get past that. The the part about uh, the only thing that needs to be on chain, I think that you make a good point, Bunny. I'm just playing. I think you make a good point. I, I do think that this is an opportunity for people to really explore the technology stacks available to them, whether that's the Unity integrations that were announced that were really easy to do before the integrations were announced and or the on-chain programs that you can write for distribution of those. Um, of Liberty, whatever. quick question. With this Unity thing, mm-hmm. how many games do you think kick off that look badass only to just be complete shit underneath the hood? So game mechanics are probably, you know, <laughs> it's the hardest thing to do, right, in my opinion, right? is like, it's not even like the animations behind the player character. It's the actual what the fuck does that do? in and what are the rules of the game that are being written so i think you're gonna see like you made the comment and i laughed out loud uh that mortal kombat's just open source html and all i thought was jesus fucking christ here it comes you're gonna see fucking robots versus robots and fucking fucking bear marketers versus bear marketers and apes versus apes and monkeys versus monkeys and there's going to be all these things and people. I would love if my dog could punch Bunny's rabbit in I mean, the face. I mean, we'll do that. I'm actually, Dude, there's a Mortal Kombat ape game coming out, Liberty. I'm actually, I was I'm, in the pool I'm for the sure, players. Sure. Dude, nobody voted I think on it'll my come ape out to be in the game. Out. That kingship record hip. Uh, it's going to be huge. The uh, I do think, though, we should probably divert some resources to Badagos versus Bunny's ape. Uh, internally here, I'll talk to Ansel Darth about that tomorrow, see what we can come up with. I mean, even if it's just, like, a charge at each other and whoever gets across the line first bashes the shit out of the other one, it's probably more fun. The No, but yeah. the on-chain mechanics, I want to be serious for once. Bunny, please. Uh, on-chain mechanics matter. How you, how you know, with Arcade, what we're doing, so, like, grab your nuts. And I'm not chilling. I'm just talking about, because you mentioned on-chain mechanics should only be this. Um, every... Every entry is divided amongst multiple wallets that are escrowed wallets that are distributed with leaderboard standings at predetermined notions. That's all on-chain data. 
And I think that that's where you're going to see a differentiator between Web 2 mobile games, Web 2 gaming, and Web 3 gaming and what it can be. How do those reward dynamics play out in an automated fashion so that people that are actually playing the game realize some value other than entertainment from the game? And you're going to see a lot of that as time goes. Whether that's Unity or Unreal Engine, it matters not, right? There's the stack, the React stack on either side of the game and then sort of the Unity Unreal thing right in the middle because chain still isn't fast enough really to do everything we want it to do in a performative nature that you or Bunny would be used to playing a game. So I think that's where a lot of people don't focus. A lot of people are trying to make games. A lot of people are trying to make games that are sort of familiar. But I think that when you start thinking about how you can use existing tech, repurpose that existing tech to amplify the consumer experience with gaming, what does that look like? And that's that's whoever does that first and best and consistently is probably going to get a pretty good head start. Man, I think people forget about like what the auction house was in World of Warcraft. That's where like PvP trading started. And that like theoretically could be the only on-chain aspect of a fully functioning RPG game. And that's like where my mind goes. It's crazy because we've been so stuck on this like gaming thing recently. But I genuinely think like if you just have fun playing some of this shit or even took five minutes to play some of this, you'd be like, oh shit, this makes a lot of sense. Ray, what's going on? Then I want to pass over to you. Yeah, really quick. Sorry, Ray, to cut you off. But I do want to also go into the microtransaction component of it and mention that um, Frisk earlier texted me and said, holy fuck, I actually just spent money buying something in the Sunflower game. They're going to win. And I said, what did you buy? And he said, fucking Beetroots. So he bought Beetroots, uh, and that was his first microtransaction in Matic. Spent three hundredths of a penny on 15 wood. So I know how that goes. I also bought wood. Ray, what's going on? Yeah, you know, you need that wood. Ray, what's going on? <laughs> Bro, this reminds me of two years ago, Easy. Remember how bullish we were on games? We thought we were, <laughs> we thought we were finna make a bag off of games two years ago. <laughs> but, uh, shit, technology looking better and better for it. Uh, I always said the mobile games have the formulas, like, just down for years already. And... All it takes is, like, a copy and, like, this is kind of fucking, it sucks. But someone's just going to copy and paste, like, Hearthstone or some boring-ass card game and make it, like, like first set of microtransactions, I don't think they're going to be as cheap as, like, a dollar twenty-five. but I, I think that's where it is, like, skins, uh, pay-to-earn, That it's going to suck, but that's how it's going to be, like, the favorite shit. You Bro, those be card good. games are all out already. Like, Immutable X is, like, 15 different Hearthstone rebrands. Like, you have uh, a game that just moved from Polygon called Cross the Ages, which just did 1.2 million in one seven-day volume. You have Gods Unchained, which is literally the leading NFT project on Immutable X. Like, card games are, like, in my opinion, the lowest hanging fruit. We don't have one on Soul yet. You have Crypto Titans, which their game's not out yet, which is a Budweiser-funded project that's launching a card game. And that's one that like I actually want to play because they just have the bandwidth to support it eventually. But it's a matter of when the game comes out. They've already teased too many games that are like functional. Go ahead. Isn't Sovereign supposed to be like a badass 3D chess? Like that looked pretty promising, but I haven't heard of them in like a month or something. That's, and that's the thing. Like I think auto battlers have their place. Like these games where stuff's automated and you just kind of watch and like can play it and go back to what you were doing and let it just kind of run is where like that's the biggest opportunity. Like many of us up here are just grown ass adults who don't have two hours every day to sit and just crush a video game. But we have five minutes. We have 10 minutes. 
which is like my favorite part about the stuff I've been playing is I can set it and forget it and just check on it once a day and still feel like I'm doing something. B-Dice, what's going on? Yo, what's up, Easy? First time in the room, so thanks for having me. Uh, Frisk said something earlier that's just been rattling in my brain. He's just talking about a PFP project, like a Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat type thing. And the more I think about it, so many of these projects already have 3D models. It wouldn't be that difficult to create a game where you just need a key and then you can import your own 3D model. You could fight against people like a Street Fighter style. And then it kind of, it could also just end up pumping these smaller projects because you suddenly can have like your bow doggos or whatever there where it's like, it's a small character so that they have their own advantages. And then maybe like a taller character would have their advantages. It's just hearing you say it and like hearing the Street Fighter idea. It's just like, man, that would be so easy to just create this cross project fighting game and i feel like that'd be i don't know i'm on a dev though i like to preface with that so someone tell me why that wouldn't work be dice you should join my Bit discord and it. just okay. talk to me for hours about it we know chris has a million <laughs> ideas and... yo i saw him sprinting from two miles away yeah dude i could hear I was like, him I coming can't take like... it anymore listen i've been in the audience just listening and listening and i just could not fucking take it anymore like, I know Chris is getting hyped that we're all sitting here when he's been screaming from the rooftops for months, and we're all just like, it's finally clicking. Yeah, we've got more than 15 collection avatars on Solana already created with a few of your favorite ETH influencers being worked out. And uh, we think that with our multi-chain API, which will work for Unity and Unreal Engine, we will have a public version of this, is going to be a big thing with all these other builders to bridge this gap. And like the amount of money that it costs now to build this shit is like pennies compared to what it was costing two years ago when everybody thought they were going to get rich off of it. All those same people who came in with delusion and grandeur have gone back to reality. And you can build these games for, I mean, 10 to 30K, depending on what you're talking about. And like this Sunflower game, oh man, $6,000, $5,000. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's amazing. And so, with, but what didn't exist were the assets. So now the assets exist. There are 2D PFPs in this room that you think don't have 3D assets, and they do. So the thing is, like, the next, the next idea is this collaborative effort where whatever community you belong to, you should be able to access this variety of games that are, like, between, I don't know, eight projects or something like that. I'm just thinking, like, it might be a case of ask for forgiveness and not permission. Like, if yeah, I can already absolutely. download the 3d model for half of this shit and if it's like a street fighter style it might not even matter that you don't have a 3d asset like i would still love to watch a crypto punk beat on bunny you know what i mean my argument is that it's free marketing for either your brand or your project because when you have 15 or 20 collections avatars inside of one environment this means that it's advertised to 50 to 100,000 users basically so even if 10 percent of them actually participate or five percent this is five or ten thousand new people that find out about your project just from you being you know inadvertently involved no i think you're spot on frisk what do you got for us so the thing that's been crossing my mind a bit because i first of all i love this conversation i'm so glad we're having this talk right now uh, like about the gaming side of things, that's kind of how I got a lot of my start in the space cause when I was like doing stuff with Neo Tokyo and whatnot. And I learned a lot in there and I learned a lot of like, like, cause they're, they're big games. Where the hell is that game? Oh, that's the dude. This, the idea of that ever being a game was never going to happen. Let's not, let's not pretend here. That being said, they were really big on like learning about games 
and trying to get up on it. And when I was doing research back in the day, there were so many games that were coming up and so many, especially on Solana, like the gaming narrative on Solana was crazy. And so while I think for me, at least it's really easy to be like, all right, where's this game? Where's this game at? There's a ton of games that have already come out that I'm kind of more like, what's going on with them? Games like BitBrawl. Like BitBrawl literally had skins for every fucking character. Uh, like in Mechaverse NFTs. Mechaverse released a game before 99% of these. I know. Mechaverse released a game. Dude, what else was there? Uh, there was the one that that, uh, that everyone was trying to get whitelist for. It was the soccer game with the monkeys. Do you remember what I'm talking about on Solana? And like, it, it was like, they could like play as the monkeys and it was like a sports soccer game. There was... Uh, monkey ball? Monkey ball. Yes, it was monkey ball. They had a token that was, had like an insane IDO. It was crazy. Even on ETH, My Pet Hooligan is another game. I don't hear people talking about it anymore. That game's out, though. My Pet Hooligan's actually fun to play. I, I want to try it out. I do want. I actually want to try it out. It looks like fun. And like ah, this, we're gonna lose Frisk to gaming. He's gonna leave Solana to go to these. Uh, he's no, but I like the games on so Solana. Dark. That's the thing. I like the games so on Solana. Dark. Listen, there's oper- Like I, I, I think Solana's a great chain for gaming. But I'm kind of looking at the games that like, like I, I went to Sunflower Land because it's on fucking Matic. I went there because I'm like, okay, this looks like fun. But as far as the games that are going on right now, like there's so many that have come out that like I'm wondering what and, I, and I'm going to repeat this again. I'm sorry. Like I asked in the morning show, hit the button in the bottom right corner with the, with the purple button with the comment section and let us know what your favorite Web3 game is, because uh, I would love to hear a bit about what you guys are playing and what it is that has your interest. So you all know what to do. Tap that motherfucking comment button. But nonetheless, there are games that are out right now on Solana that I would love to try out. That was the worst know. ask I've ever heard, man. So it was ter- it was terrible. I know. Oh, I hit that I, motherfucking comment button. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, I want to try more games. I genuinely do. I think that Web3 gaming is like low-hanging fruit, especially with the SDK, like Unity uh, implementation to MetaMask and Solana. But with the games that have already come out, where are they? Like, have they rugged? Because I thought, I, I just found out BitBrawl is on Steam. It's on fucking Steam. I didn't even know that. Like, that's so crazy. So like, is, are they not getting the right marketing push? Or have they rugged? That's kind of what I'm curious to know. Yes to both. Let's hit some of these other hands. Deep, what's going on? Deep. Hey, easy. How's it going? Sorry, I was busy playing a game, dude. Like, imagine, imagine the chances of that happening, dude. I'm, dude. If anyone's launching a game, I'd love to, you know, test it on video. And show people how terrible of a gamer uh, I am, dude. Free marketing right there, to be very honest. People will just laugh, you know, watching me play. And they will love the game, to be very honest. They will just hate me. So let me know if you're building a game. I have multiple things to touch upon, to be very honest. But I'm not going to touch upon gaming because, uh, like I said, I'm a terrible gamer. Mm. Um, Yeah, so first thing, Utopia Art absolutely love to do that's literally the best art on blockchain ever i'm not even kidding dude like you have to have gone through like multiple stages of ayahuasca retreat just to be able to draw that shit i'm not even kidding i'm pretty sure artists spent like months and months just healing themselves from all the trauma that they must have gone through in the previous working birth because that thing is phenomenal for me to be able to make money on any art, I think I, dude, I'm a big fan of Utopia and everything they did, uh, especially the pumping the floor bit. Like imagine, you know, like, you know, the founders sweeping their own floor, you know, with fresh liquidity and then, you know, like going back, uh, round tripping the entire fucking sweep. This reminded me of Gary V, dude. Even Ga- dude, this was a major throwback to Gary V. I hope it wasn't Gary V himself trying to sweep the floor on that one, because there were signs. 
uh about okay bears i was just seeing the listing charts on multiple websites and i could be absolutely wrong on this one but i don't see a spike in li- listings any fucking where i know you know uh what that post was about but the listings went high from 21 feb and today like there hasn't been like a huge spike so was was that post about the listings going down today because i don't think that happened today uh, at least not you know according to magic eden or soul sniper but if anyone can check the data on that one please let me know because i'm doing some research and would need some backing on this one and also ray sovereign was never supposed to be a game they were just supposed to have like a rumble scenario and everything they were never supposed to like build a game and stuff but thank you easy for your time as always i appreciate that just hearing your voice brings up my day to deep so thank you double a what's going on hey i just want to like make something clear uh without doxing myself i am in the game industry mobile gaming to be exact and i Holy just want shit, everyone it's the head of call of duty <laughs> well no it's a small time but um i just want everyone to be clear that it's not that hard to make a game look like it's a good game okay especially with unity the unity app is going to be a blast bro Unreal do you know how many engine? ponzi's are going to launch i'm so uh, excited they've already been like listen there the re- look into this company called network okay with a 3 as the e okay they just sold their company a huge mobile publishing company just sold half their company to forte which is a web3 platform gaming platform they left web2 cuz they can't even compete anymore okay if anyone thinks they're going to make a game and get to the masses make a game fun enough unique enough to to get to the masses you're dreaming cuz the big guys can't even do it themselves supercell can't even do it so if you're going to make a web3 game you have to make it so that the web3 audience appreciates it right they want they, they, the bottom line is they want to make profit on it right but you're going to flip yourself to zero so if you can't fix the ponzi nomics problem you're just making a web2 game and you're going to fail there unless you know you're you're the you know the greatest game designer in the world and they can't even do it so advertising's dead they're coming over here cuz they can't even compete in their own space so just be be wary of all these games that are coming out they may be fun for one or two days it's not hard to spin up games my team makes games in 2 days and you know one week two weeks we could spin up these games that i see out here so just be careful what people are presenting they're just trying to you know get you, get your get your uh, eat If I can be early to the Ponzi though. I'm yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yes. If you can get early, get in. Yes, 100%. Shrimp, what's going on? Then we're going to go to Thiz, Ray and wrap up with Liberty. Easy. I've had a great fucking day. I don't know about Let's hear you. about it. Dude, man, one, I won a Sloomy's auction. So now What I have a Sloomies? nice beautiful Well, exactly, man. You got if you know, you know, man. You're I'm, you're early. Let's just say that. I uh, won the auction for 16 soul. Dude, fucking beautiful. Uh yeah, and I finally had that like, you know, euphoria of finally getting an NFT and everything, so that was great. And then I have been fudding on the timeline all day today. It's been great. I've enjoyed it. I'm pretty sure that I've probably offended a lot of people, but I don't give a fuck. But yeah, dude, the fud is back. The fud is fuel. And you know, I'm sorry for yesterday for not fudding and just giving the wagmy vibes. I'm back to fudding. Could you just do something positive for once? 
I, okay, I, I, dude, I made a positive tweet giving me some kudos earlier today. No one gave a fuck. I started fighting bonks, mutual friends, pirate squad. I go down the fuck blings. I started fighting all these projects. Oh, everybody loved that. They had a fucking field day with my tweets. I fucking make a nice tweet about Clannosaur and like how I'm looking at them and stuff. No one gives a fuck. Well, all right, man. Maybe like. Maybe just cheer up a little bit, you know? Life's not all doom and gloom. Hey, I was here yesterday and you didn't like it. What, what do you want from me? I don't know, man. I don't know. This is what's going on. This. He's, uh, give me a small coin. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, love the conversation on gaming. I'd like to, like, bring it down to some actionable things we can do to make money on Solana. If that's okay for a second. Is that cool? Let's let's hear it. Let's see what you got. Better be good or else. Okay. <laughs> so that's funny because I was just about, I swear to God, the next time I got up, I was going to start a segment called Ones to Watch. And it was just, it wasn't about a project. It was about a developer, somebody or some team doing something really cool. And this is 100% the guy I was going to call out. So if you go back to my, I, I posted something at 532 in the Discord. It's the guy that started Dice Duel. If you guys remember Dice Duel. It was like purple. It was like this PvP dicey game. And everyone says, oh, nobody wanted to play that. But it wasn't the point. The point was they built some fucking incredibly cool technology to make all that happen. I mean, really cool shit that speaks to all the stuff that's been talked about on this call. Anyway, it didn't work. So he started another project called Kids, K-Y-D-Z. It's also in the Discord. It's called K-Y-D-Z. I can't say exactly, you know, where they're going with this, but it is in the world of exactly what you're talking about. And so what they're doing, what he's doing is taking this technology they built for dice and they're applying it to this market. So it's my ones to watch. I would suggest you guys follow it. And that's my uh, alfalfa for the day. How's that sound? We'll take it. That's something. It's better than nothing. Thank you, sir. Ray, what's going on? Thank you. There you go. Look, you, you give shrimp a bear and he's over here trying to kill everyone. Yeah, dude. Guy's just fucking toxic now. Remind me of someone, huh? Yeah, you know? You're fucking bears, man. Was that, was that it? Was that it? That's it. That's all he had to say. Wow, okay. He waited that long to say that. Good well, this morning I got on his ass. I was like, you fucking, what happened to the spicy shrimp? You got bland on me, and look, he fucking went crazy. Oh, uh, yeah, you gotta be careful. Yeah, someone's going to wait and save right? some for tomorrow. But nah, I just went full thread. Ah. Yeah, yeah, that's right, Liberty. Yeah. Anyways. Do <laughs> you like my headphones? Do you like my headphones? Anyways. No, they sound like shit, dude. Oh, dude, he sounds like he's in a fucking garbage. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go work out, you know? Uh, I want... Oh, my God, can you please? Okay. So, I want to go back to... I know you gotta wrap this show up here. We got... You like your 45 minutes? marker uh, i want to go back to something double Abe said that that's really really accurate right <laughs> there's not a game in web 3 that's going to lead to mass adoption it's just not going to happen i think there's a collective of games that will come that will lead to entertainment that will lead to um many players finding and discovering new projects that are creating cool and unique ways for their holders to engage with whatever they're creating right and i think to Ray's point earlier, you know, he said microtransactions, skins, this, the other thing. I think you even have to think smaller than that, Ray. Like micro microtransactions, the point zero two five zero zero two five sold at, um, you know, like say uh, a cardinal has on the staking, and that's how they make their money, right? So every all those transactions are going to them, or a portion of them are. 
I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think it's a great service to people provide. And I think you're going to see a lot of that integration in these. And what it does is provide a new revenue, a found revenue stream for projects who have the capability to not only produce a game with good enough mechanics to entertain the players, but also something to keep people coming in, right? Different marketing schemes, et cetera. Um, I don't know that I believe it to be a Ponzi like EZ does. I think I disagree with that pretty largely, but I do believe that you're going to see a good handful, a huge percentage of projects or um, quote-unquote gaming projects that don't know how to think about um, the game, the actual mechanics of the game from the time you enter whatever that portal is, whether it's a website, whether it's a backpack, whether it's on Saga. Um, not trying to take double O's East. Don't really care about that. But double A's East, I'm sorry. Um, you know, all the way through the end of that experience. And those experiences are what's going to matter, right? That five minutes that you have easy, that five minutes that I have sometimes, rarely, um, those are the moments that you want to be able to engage people to have them advance through your game economy and through your game um, and and just have progression in a way that's exciting. But I think it is going to be, if you look back at King, you look back at Zynga, you look back at Properties like that, they caught a moment in time, and I think there was a, uh, a gold in them, their hills mentality that a lot of people are taking right now, trying to sprint to that. But I think if you build something for the long term, it's going to be much more beneficial. I think you're spot on, my friend. Spot on with that. Got to give, uh, give credit where credit is due. You know? I think, uh, think you worded it excellently as far as kind of where this is going to go to. I know we have Chris's hand up. Chris, what's going on real quick before we wrap? Yeah, I just think that um, you should be building for 50,000 NFT MFers, right? You've heard me say this a thousand times. But at the end of the day, the reason you want to do that is because users equal like metrics for games. And these triple, like we might all be able to agree that small dev teams like ours or Liberties or whatever, we're not going to make the next triple A hit game. But if we can make something for NFT MFers and we can bring in new interest in liquidity while creating tools and frameworks that can support large users that are scalable, then we have a SaaS to sell to these larger entities because inevitably they will have to get involved. And with like this whole chain doesn't matter thing, we're really, you know, we're building and launching and always staying on Solana. But the idea that there should be like interoperability slash, you know, composability, not just between collections, but also blockchains. Well, this is where you actually can find what the future is going to probably look like. And so when you're looking at a gaming project on Solana or Matic or any of these other companies, I would say don't look just at the game that they're building. Look at the mechanics and the logic of that game, because the best feeling and best playing games out there are going to be those Web2 clones that have their flash-in-the-pan moment. It's the ones that are utilizing and leveraging technology that will have services to offer the AAA studios when they are ready, which we all know is happening with Amazon, et cetera, et cetera. So I love you. No, I think it's spot on. I think it's absolutely – we say it all the time. It's a matter of when, not if. And I think it's getting closer and closer by the day. So I'm excited for it. But that's going to do it for today's episode. A lot of gaming talk, a lot of good conversation. We're going live, <clears throat> excuse me, at 6.15 on YouTube to talk about the next 100X and upcoming NFT mints for March. We got a bunch of stuff to dive into, whole list of projects. I'm excited for it. Bunny, what the hell do you want? Well, that answers that. We're back again at 8 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow. I'll catch you then. Enjoy your night. Appreciate you tuning in. Shout out all the listeners. Shout out all the speakers. Y'all have been great. 
Catch you in the morning.